everyone, it's Yovana and I've also got Milena with me today. We've decided to record a quick episode. We felt really inspired today for some reason to record together. Uh, and we are especially interested in talking to you about customer journey mapping. It's something that we get asked all the time. It's something that um, a lot of companies struggle to implement effectively. And also having a, a great system in place where you can easily convert uh, your leads into customers. That's essentially what we're trying to do with the customer journey map. And so um, often the definitions can be quite vague and some agencies do specialize uh, in certain parts of customer journeys. Yeah, welcome, Elena. Thank you, Giovanna. Welcome. I'm so excited to talk about customer journeys today. And I know it sounds very technical when we say customer journey. Maybe some of the listeners out there are not familiar with the term customer journey and customer journey maps? Well, I am going to uh, read out a definition that I just found on uh, Google, and then I'm going to tell you my definition of that. The customer journey is defined by Mr. Google. <laughs> I should call him Mr. Google. Uh, customer journey maps are a tool that helps people understand and buy into the benefit and solution of your product. And they follow up with the importance of having a strategic customer journey is to provide a superb experience for your customers to retain for business. What I like to call customer journeys is the ability to make it easy for your customers to buy from you. That's what our focus is when we are talking about customer journeys, how easy it is to buy from you, from your business. Are you, are you putting obstacles? Because there, there are so many times and we'll share in this um, episode uh, the, the good and the bad of customer journeys, uh, what type of impact it has on customer experience. That sounds really good, Giovanna. I think a lot of business owners will benefit from this. They'll realize <laughs> how important it is to have customer, is to think about their customer, well, how the contact becomes a customer yeah. in their business. And it all also affects their customer experience. Yeah, I thought uh, the other advantage that comes to mind is anyone that does it in your, like if, if you're in the industry um, and if you do this really well, if you make it super easy for your customers to buy from you, that is a competitive advantage. Uh, you are definitely going to sell more and convert more customers. And stand out. Retain from customers, that's another benefit. But let's share stories mm. uh, recently. I know we, we work with a lot of customers. We work in different um, industries, in different verticals. Uh, and oftentimes we've seen uh, different types of customer experiences or different types of customer journeys uh, coming up for e-commerce, uh, for SaaS businesses, for service businesses, for coaching, online businesses. Everyone has a different need. And all the journeys are quite bespoke. And so the easiest way to think about if you're listening to this and you run a business in any any uh, type of business, and we've worked with small and large, and they all have the same issue, don't worry. If you're just starting out, it's the same problems. The easiest way to start, Milena, uh, is to pick one customer, one customer that you love <laughs> to work with. Uh, just pick them. And just imagine and visualize how they find, like ask them a question. If you want to talk to them, you can talk to them, of course, interview them. Uh, but think about how they came in contact with your 
business with your website, with your shop, uh, with your email address, or maybe they did an outreach. Uh, how did they actually come about? <laughs> how did they come to contact you? What were they doing before they contacted you? Were they researching your social media platforms? Because if you're not keeping current, <laughs> maybe that looks bad from customer's perspective. We have, as you mentioned, uh, from our own experience, visiting other businesses and you know, every day you go somewhere and you deal with, let's say, a real estate agent or you deal with uh, if you're looking to buy a home or if you're looking to build a home, you might be dealing with <laughs> different builders. Uh, so as someone, you know, we can see it from our own experience, the whole customer journey has this business really thought about their customer. What is the experience? Uh, their customers are going to have with this that particular business. <laughs> Sounds but like it's your example. <laughs> yeah, so recently we went to, uh, so my husband and I, we are looking to build a home and we have visited quite a few builders. So before we set our eyes on one particular builder and we've, we were really excited about, you know, dealing with that that first face-to-face -face contact when you go to a display home and, you know, they give you brochures, they answer all your questions, and then we decide to go through the process. So that's that was our first step before we bec become their customer. And then after that, uh, we decided, all right, let's sign the contract. Let's uh, take uh, this forward. We are really happy with the house, with the plan that they've built for us. We are really happy with the floor plan that they've uh, designed for us and we decided let's just buy the bullet and go ahead <laughs> with these people uh, so after that particular interaction we basically didn't get any personal uh, phone calls anything from the builder uh, any other introductions who are we dealing with next steps um, we had to wait a few weeks before we started receiving letters in the mail not even an email so it was a letter, physical letter, uh, welcoming us in, into their um, business and looking forward to, to work with us and so on. But it was interesting that we are, you know, spending half a million dollars on this house and we don't even get a contact person to, to, to reach out to. We don't get a phone call. It was very, very impersonal. And that left a really bad taste for us. We, we, so there's some sort of um, disconnect with the relationship we had at the beginning. And this was during the, the process of being their customer. So we've decided to take the step. We paid the deposit and something was off, you know, something wasn't, wasn't right because we lost that personal touch and we almost lost the trust in what they're, they're going to do for us. So we all of a sudden started to question. We had doubts. Oh, did we make the right decision here? Uh, maybe we should have gone with another builder. Uh, very, very interesting to look at it now from a customer perspective, but also to look at it from this experience that I have knowing about customer journeys and how important that is. Did you have something similar, Giovanna? Yes, yes. Uh, we had lots of instances. <laughs> I think it's almost um, as if there is an assumption based by business owners uh, and maybe miscommunication, especially if you have a, a large business, maybe the the type of builder you're talking talking to, uh, they 
may have different departments. They might have sales in a different location and then marketing in a different location. And then the challenge is how do you bridge those two together? How do you have a cohesion? How can you make them all talk to each other so that the same experience that you want, that you have experienced in the display home when you said, wow, this is amazing, uh, friendly customer service, you know, friendly salespeople, and then you don't have the follow through. Uh, and this is where uh, marketing automation, like if they had a system uh, in place, they would be able to be on top of it. It would be transparent. Everybody will be helped. You'll know which pipeline you'll be in uh, and then who owns which pipeline and, <laughs> and how they would score you. You know, if you have the budget, if you're approved to be a buyer, et cetera, you know, that should be a hot type of um, lead for them. They should be on top. They should be following you up. Every day, I have uh, the similar experience where <clears throat> not building a home, but again, I have to bring up the kind of construction construction element because we're renovating our house at the moment. And I went through the stages of um, sourcing different designers and um, designers, interior designers to help with the, all the color schemes and um, just advice because I'm not really a creative, <laughs> creative person. And I was really surprised that they did not take uh, an inquiry. So somebody who uh, is going to go on your website, uh, like me at eight o'clock in the evening, <laughs> as I could be watching TV or something, but I'm browsing through the website and I send an inquiry. I am uh, eager to talk to somebody. Uh, it would be so much easier for me to book an appointment. And that task is done for me so that I can at least lock this away uh, and I'm ready to talk to an interior designer. It would be so easy if I went to five different interior designers and they all had the same process. <laughs> but no, everyone has a different process. Uh, and what stood out was one that had a perfect, great uh, website, perfect, there was an appointment, uh, but I decided to send an inquiry at this stage. Perfect. Uh, checked out the Instagram, of course, as you do. <laughs> Check out all these uh, designs. And you said, yeah, that's a, that's a perfect fit for us. But I didn't hear from them after nothing. So, you know, when you leave a message on the website, do you get like a thank you? We've mm. got your submission. No, nothing. Uh, not even an email. Uh, it would be so much nicer if there was a personal welcome. Hey, thank you so much. And this is the name of that person that you're looking at and maybe a video. Oh my God. <laughs> videos are so, um, in right now, <laughs> we should all be doing videos, although we're hiding behind the microphone now. <laughs> but uh, then it took a week. Like, it took a week to, uh, for this person to come back. And during that time, I've already approached two other interior designers only because it was quick. And only one, uh, which was a referral from um, a client. So that was more of a warm kind of uh, lead coming in. Uh, this person actually went and within 20 minutes um, sent out a calendar link, gave me a quick price list, and that was it. That's exactly what I needed to um, in order to make a decision. And we ended up hiring them to do the, uh, the whole project for us. So as you can see how quickly uh, things can turn if you don't, you know, think about your customer journey and what they're going through, the whole process. Um, and if you identify someone in your business, uh, one customer that you love to work with, uh, just think about what their journey was like, or even yourself, like we are talking about our own journeys in other businesses. Uh, that is something that you can do in your business as well. And if there is a a place that you admire, somebody that does a really good job, um, you should uh, try and replicate that. Speaking of um, be doing a good job, 
what is an example of uh, a good uh, customer journey experience that you had? Yeah, I've actually just recently had it. Again, it's in the um, building industry. <laughs> well, it's a real estate industry, I should say. We were looking uh, also at buying a house. And it's quite interesting how most of the real estate agents, they have a really clear process of how they deal with customers, how they get in touch, in touch or in contact with customers. And when you go to an open home, let's say, and you meet this real estate agent for the first time, they're nicely dressed, they're smiling, they welcome you into this home and talk to you about the home, they answer your question if you have any uh, doubts or any particular questions about the, the home, they're all prepared to answer your questions and alleviate any doubts that you might have about this home. And this relationship doesn't end there. They follow up with you the next day and they again say, how's everything going? They're all polite and they're looking for feedback on what you thought about the house and if you're ready to make an offer or if they if you have any questions. They also ask me to specify if I'm interested in any other uh, different types of homes, uh, different types of suburbs, if I'm interested to buy there potentially because they have a lot of properties on the market coming up and they just wanted to keep me in the loop. So they ask for my details, uh, like my email address. Is it okay if we email you? And if we ever, if we have something uh, that's right for you, we'll email it, you know, we'll give you a list of properties that we, we have with us. So I thought that was pretty easy because I was very interested in knowing what's coming up in the area uh, around us, uh, the types of listings they had. And I thought that's pretty easy rather than me going to realestate.com and browsing a bunch of properties, it's better just to get them emailed to me directly from this agent. And I thought that was a really, really good customer service that I got from, mm. from the agents. And I think they, they have to be in sales and they have to know good customer service uh, to get the sale. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, they, they rely on the commission. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting that you mentioned about uh, that step uh, that you appreciated being added to their newsletter because one of the big uh, object objections from our clients whenever we recommend different types of uh, emails to be sent at different times, uh, you, you have to understand what the process or timeline looks like. So in order to understand when is the right time to issue an email, but as you can tell somebody like Milena, who is eager, she's in the shopping mood, she wants to see uh, newsletters from you. So there are some objections that come up a lot from small business owners, um, especially from small business owners who don't regularly send emails. And they go, oh, will I be inundating and overwhelming my customers with emails? And you know, will I be spamming them? Uh, I always receive too many emails and I, they always, you know, and I'm like, wait a second. So if you, I receive too many emails as well, but I don't open every single one. Uh, but uh, it just tells you that when you have the right customer uh, motivation of the lead in your database, they don't care <laughs> about your newsletter. Like they, they're not going to think of you as a spammy <laughs> email marketer. <laughs> they're, they're going to go, wow, what's the next, uh, what's the next home for sale? You know, is there a good deal? They'll see your face there as a real estate agent all the time. And, you know, it's a, it's a great way to stay front of mind with your customers. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, and I thought that would be a perfect example 
for someone who's doing a good <laughs> job of thinking about the customer journey、uh, for their business. My experience, I'll tell you about my experience, my great experience. <laughs> oh, yes, please. <laughs>、uh, but、uh, also tell you about、uh, my retail experience that could be similar in terms of what you just experienced, but what they could have done better. But Still good. But yeah, I, I, what I really love is the,、uh, some of the businesses, especially in the online space, in the e commerce space. I am subscribed to、um, a company called Vino Mofo, <laughs> which is in Australia.、Uh, you can go and check them out. They're a really good wine distributor and they don't sell, they don't have any physical shops. In order for you to buy wine, and it's the wine that was prepared and curated by the wine connoisseurs and buyers、uh, who love wine as well, and they know your tastes, they know every specific taste,、uh, you can only buy it through a newsletter.、Uh, and you have to become a member, which is free. And then you get all these、uh, special deals when you buy cases of wine. So I decided I used to drink. Uh, I would say one, a lot, I should say one case a month. <laughs> This is、uh, going back 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years ago.、Uh, and、wow. I became like a VIP, <laughs> a VIP customer.、Uh, but over time, my tastes have changed and I decided to, I didn't want to stop receiving emails. I actually wanted to just to hit pause, you know, and just re- receive less. So that's another option, you know, having an ability not just to unsubscribe from an offering, from a business, from a brand that you love and follow.、Uh, maybe you want to just have less of those、um, communications or offers coming in. And you can do that. That was so easy. The whole experience was easy to do online. And you can specify, oh, do you want to receive this once a week, once a month? What type of offers? And then you select your options. And now, I just receive them when I am in, you know, in the type of content that I'm interested in. I get that once a week. So that was really helpful. And it didn't、uh, have that、um, forced, forceful kind of feel when、uh, you receive emails from brands that you kind of fall apart. You know, you don't really, it's kind of a divorce of maybe in your mind. You no longer have these excitement and interest in these brands. And that could be a, a different variety of different reasons. But you know, you can give、um, your, all your、uh, database contacts options on how much communication they want to receive from you. And just similar to Milena's、uh, experience, another thing that we, I've just realized that it doesn't happen. What happens a lot in the online world and how it works online is so different in the offline world. And I find that both, both of these worlds can benefit from one another. So if you want to have a very、um, seamless custom experience in your business and you, Or maybe a retailer that has a physical shop, and you also want to be able to communicate and, and, and listen to your customers online. Maybe you have an online shop. How would we know that Milena, <laughs> who just, you know, who, who purchases something, maybe jeans, you purchase some jeans from your favorite retail store, and then next、uh, six months you want to buy jeans, but you don't want to go to the physical store. You actually want to buy that online. And having that type of understanding to say, hey, welcome back, Milena. We know you bought this last time.、Uh, how about these kind of similar styles coming in? And once Milena has got that experience with the brand and the style and the fit, You know, th- that becomes so much easier. The sale becomes so much easier.、Uh, and what I've realized that online in the online shops, in the e commerce space,、uh, they make it very easy to entice you. You know, to, when you have a website, you 
have a little pop-up that gives you a little sales hook, which is usually a discount. A discount is great because it encourages you to take action. So if you want somebody to buy as of, you know, today, <laughs> give them a discount uh, and they'll be happy to spend money with you today. Uh, and that's easy, uh, easy way. But when we go shopping in a physical retail sense, as a first time, customer there's shops that i have never entered but if they had a sign outside that said hey if you're a first time shopper <laughs> or we want to welcome new customers and we are having an exclusive night come over blah 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 this this is what you can expect uh that could be a great way to uh, bring new customers in taking ideas from the online um retailers that's just some um observations that i have <laughs> that i have over time yeah now uh it's really important to communicate with your customers not before they make a well it, before they make a purchase you'll have to communicate indirectly i guess uh through social media through signage on the shops and then through uh, when they become customers how do you communicate with them then you you'll have to have a process a, a different way or communication style the way you talk to customers versus the way you talk to prospects so that's also part of the customer journey is understanding at which step your customer is at even before they become a customer uh, during like if they're making a purchase online are they checking out uh and you know what's stopping them from <laughs> going into uh making the purchase and then after the purchase how do you treat them what's the experience after that purchase Yes. So I think you've covered after the purchase, you had the example of Vino Mofo and they made you a VIP. <laughs> and then because you, you really enjoyed the service and you had that personal service, I think that you had um, somebody called you, uh, call you on the phone, oh, yes. connoisseur, wine connoisseurs, is yeah. that what they're called? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I def I, you just reminded me, I had phone calls as well, a different touch, uh, call them touch points. You can have an email, a phone call. And the, the person was trained very well to answer any questions around wine. They were friendly. They were, I would say, on brand. Like the brand is very funky, cool, happy, and uh, fun, vibrant. And then this person also reflected the same values. So that was really surprising. And it's like... Because I remember when you first got that phone call and you immediately went and, you know, messaged me, oh my God, I, I received such a great service from this company. So it really leaves a great experience uh, and you build that trust and loyalty with your customers. And you remember and it. Just, <laughs> you remember. And I re yeah, that's what I was trying to remember. <laughs> it's a memorable experience that you, this happened how many years ago and you still remember it yes. and you still share it with people. So it is just amazing customer service that you had. Do you think a business owner can do their own customer journey? Is it something that people can do on their own? Or is it better if they had somebody like a marketing expert help them out and because they might forget to consider some stuff when it comes to building the map? Yeah, it's a good question. We have, um, I have had a few uh, clients, uh, there was one in the SES world um, and they try to do customer journeys on their own. It is really difficult. It's like almost having a blank canvas and where do you start? Um, I try to think of it as, you know, what happens before a customer makes a purchase, what happens during, what happens after. But that's kind of like a high level um, description. But uh, and then other agencies, they have tried uh, with 
talking to other agencies, going through the, there are agencies that specialize in creatives and marketing and branding strategies. And, and so there are elements of the customer journey that will help for especially bigger businesses. Well, they can do, uh, customer sur- surveys, research, insights, uh, really understand those pain points, frustrations that we've just described <laughs> in our own experience through customer interviews. Um, and then they can develop, uh, strategies of, uh, they call them, uh, aware, like AIDA, AIDA model is AIDA, A-Y, A-I-D, like awareness, interest, desire, and something, ac- action. Something, something. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually the textbook, um, acronym. And so then they go into this really high level, um, explanation of what happens in the awareness stage. And what we should be doing at the awareness stage. We uh, actually have a map, a very simple template that some of our clients can download, especially new leads when they book free consult with myself. There is a, an option on the website, uh, where you get an automated customer journey map, uh, like an actual example. Uh, and we can then talk about it together over Zoom or um, we have had uh, some of our clients actually go through a, an online course with us. <laughs> uh, and this online course uh, holds their hand in creating their customer journey. Um, and it also thinks, forces them to think about segmentations, uh, the whole, uh, how to personalize, how to humanize different journeys. Because what we need to think about is finding a system that works for your business, um, something that is repeatable, something that can happen not just once, one-off kind of experience that you can mem- remember or your customers find memorable, but it's actually many times over uh, what type of experiences will drive that hype and, and desire for the customers to come back uh, and talk about your brand uh, the way we have talked about our brand, great experiences uh, with our brands. Yeah, I think that's a good idea for people to sit down with somebody and just walk through their customer would be... <laughs> Uh, experiencing if they were coming to their shop or coming to their website, what do they see? And you really have to think about all these details. And sometimes it's hard to pick up everything by yourself. Uh, sometimes we make assumptions and we think that this is what the customer is doing, but maybe they're not. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're looking for a chat box, not sending a contact form. <laughs> so I guess it helps also to talk to your customer and and find out what made them choose you that's true and and we specialize in this and we often we have to also you know we, we think this is our superpower but we also have to sometimes have an objective consultant come in and just look at our business objectively and say this is what you can do to improve it is so much easier it's almost like the weight has lifted off my shoulders i don't have to go and think hard uh somebody else is doing the job so it's uh it's a lot uh, easier but if you if you don't have the budget to work with a consultant yeah the, the easiest thing you can do is really um talk to your customers pick one ideal customer that you love to work with someone that every time you wake up in the morning you look forward to receiving an email from them uh or a phone call and you could be chatting with them for like an hour so that th- those type of customers are the ones that you want to attract more of and those are the ones that you want to learn how to convert best and what they loved about your journey uh, the the actual process your sales process that's what we're talking about is is a sales process Yep. So you can multiply and get more of those good customers into your business. It's almost like a formula. You develop a formula for bringing in uh, good customers uh, in your business. On autopilot, we say. (laughs) So I think this was really good, Giovanna. 
we've explained why customer journeys are important, why every business owner should consider having a customer journey map or just talking about, not talking about, but thinking about how someone becomes a customer in their business. What obstacles they have? Do they have any problems clicking on links, uh, <laughs> approaching you? Is it easy to find your phone number on, on your website? Are you presenting testimonials, social proof? Do you have social proof on your, on your social media? Something that will help people and get them excited about your business. Help them make a decision. Oh, uh, yeah. I like the word you use, the obstacle. I like to say less friction. <laughs> Can we eliminate friction in the sales process? Yeah, that's much better. Less friction and better customer service. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I've enjoyed talking with you. Uh, of course, this is what we specialize in, so it, it comes uh, of really easy. <laughs> I always think, oh, this is easy. Uh, and then we talk to clients, uh, no, actually, we, st- we need to do quite a lot, a lot of work in uh, preparing for this conversation. Please, if you're listening to this and you want to start creating your own customer journey map, uh, we have a course uh, now available for e-commerce specifically. But you know what? I often find you can learn a lot from other industries. So if you are in a different type of industry, uh, you can learn from e-commerce. But we will be launching um, courses on how to create your own customer journey if you're in SaaS or service-based business because once you have this knowledge, you can replicate this in any business. Really, it doesn't, you don't need to just be doing one business, you know, in case you want to learn how to do this over and over again, training is important, or you can come schedule a call with myself uh, and you can get a free map of uh, templates and uh, try and uh, try and do this yourself with a few uh, of your colleagues <laughs> following the map. How do people get in touch with you, Yovana? They can just go to the website, bumperleads.com. And there is a button that says, uh, let's chat or something. <laughs> I forgot what he said. Yeah, that's right. Let's chat. <laughs> <laughs> let's chat like this. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. And talk to you soon. <laughs> Thank you, Giovanna. That was awesome. Thank you.